We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Ian Happ from the Chicago Cubs. I'm excited to announce that my show, The Compound, is now part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Join me and my teammates, Dakota Meckis and Zach Short. This week, we welcome Cubs first baseman, World Series champion, Anthony Rizzo to The Compound. Check it out. Subscribe. The Compound on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And after long last, we've been reunited. The man, Evan Chaney, is back. You can find him on Twitter, of course, at echaney 69 What is up, Evan? I am delighted to hear you say my Twitter handle again. I, I miss that. Yeah, I miss I that not. slight disappointment in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I, I don't think I've gotten a haircut since our I last gave myself, show. I gave myself a couple in the meantime, and I, I got to say, I mean, I'm a little I'm a little rough around the edges right now, but... Yeah. I'm, it's, it looks good, though. It looks right. good. It looks it looks much better than mine. Uh, we, we ordered a set of clippers on Amazon in April, and they have a <laughs> estimated delivery date of July 12th. Well, I so. mean, you're, you're going to look dapper as f- july 13th <laughs> yeah unfortunately sport clips still can't open it's terrible it's all it's the it's the freaking worst yeah uh, you know not great but uh, we but we have golf to gamble on so that's yeah. that's always good we we have some sports returning uh and obviously we are here to talk about the rbc this week um as usual we're not gonna do uh not gonna do much of a course preview it's Harbor Town. You have 
likely heard of it or watched it before. It's a it's a stop that happens every year on tour, usually a little bit earlier in the year, right after the Masters. Um, so the course might play a little bit differently. The field is definitely different than it usually is. This is a much stronger field than we're used to seeing here, um, which I think could provide some uh, some decent opportunities for us because there's a lot of narrative uh, around who does well here and what type of golfer does well here. And uh, this influx of all these top tier golfers, I think may change the way that we look. And the fact that it's basically summer now, um, I think it's going to change the way that we look at this course. Um, it, at least in the short term until it moves back to its, uh, its rightful place. So, um, any thoughts about the course short, you know, if you want to talk guys. about, if you want to talk about comps last week, or last week at a uh, colonial, I mean, it's pretty much a very similar course. If you look at data golf, yep. uh, but it's like a 90, I'm looking at like a 90% similarity. Yeah. I think Drew so, tweeted that out, right? Yeah. I mean, I saw it from him and then I looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's a so, good tool if you're if, yeah. not, not Colin, um, the, the actual tool on, on data golf. Um, I, was gonna say, if, I like Colin, if you haven't checked yeah. it out, um, you can definitely go and play around with it and it tells you the course is most similar, least similar, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fun to play around with. We, I, I think I can speak for both of us in saying that we don't do a ton of course comping um but i only say that i only say that because it leads me to my next thought in that if we're if we're looking at colonial we emphasized golfers uh who are good on approach last week it's also very important for us to kind of look at that same metric again because i think approach is going to be very uh predictive yes for guys that do well here now obviously you know it how do you weigh the short-term, long-term? You know, right now, I want to say year-to-date is kind of how I'll adjust things right now. Um, yeah. You know, kind of look at stat comparisons and whatnot. Because I can't just look at one tournament and be like, all right, this is how they're playing right now. Because four rounds, it's kind of just a fluke. Um, you know, but there are some guys from last week that, you know, coming into this course, I want to target again. You know, guys that did do well last week. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's we'll we'll definitely hit on some of those guys as we go through the show. Um, so we'll we'll start off here with our usual buy or sell. Um, before before I bring that up, I do want to say uh, over the next two to three weeks, um, I'm going to be releasing part by part a series going through uh, how the last like three or so seasons, how golfers have done at different ownership levels and different salary ranges, um, which I think will uh, explain a lot of my thoughts around who to play and who not to play. Usually in the buy or sell section, we talk about guys who are going to be popular that week. Um, So make sure you're on the lookout for that article. Uh, This week, the uh, all the content at Rotoviz is going to be, in front of the paywall still, but as of next week, I believe it's going behind the paywall. So uh, make sure you check it out this week and see if you want to get subscribed. Uh, NFL subs, current NFL subs will have access to it, but if you are not subbed at all to Rotoviz, then you're going to need to either get the PGA-only package or uh, just sign up for NFL 
and you'll get it. Uh, you'll get everything. So there's my, uh, there's my plug. Uh, all right. So Webb Simpson, $9,000, uh, did, did not do particularly well last week. Missed the cut. What are we, what are we thinking here? I mean, you know, clearly at $9,000, he's extremely cheap. Um, Number one I, I mean, I'm assuming golfer it, on fan share right now. Yeah. I mean, it, we're not going to be the only people talking about him. Um, I expect him to be the highest owned golfer. I don't, I, I want to take last week as a fluke. Obviously he's one of the better talents on the PGA tour. Um, you know, definitely one of the better golfers on approach in the last year. Um, you know, so I, I, I will definitely buy on him. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think 9,000 is going to mean that his ownership is like you said, probably if not the highest, I think he's definitely going to fall somewhere in like the top three owned guys this week. Um, without much that I don't think there's going to be much debate about that. Um, it's just a matter of how high his ownership actually goes. If, this week ends up being sort of flat in that range. And it, he only gets up to say like, you know, the 19 to 22% range. Maybe, maybe I'll match that. Um, I don't see myself going overweight because there are some other guys uh, that I just like more. And I think that it's going to be hard to get, uh, you know, him at his price into uh, the lineup and the way that I want to build. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wishy-washy about it. If he's going to be like 25% on, then I'm just totally out. Um, and I'll just hope that whatever happened last week happens again this week. I mean, the odds of that happening, I don't know if they're high, but I think it's worth playing that game. If you want to win a GPP this week. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, yeah, because Chalk Web Simpson is just that seems like a weekly roller coaster a lot of the time. Yeah, so for sure. There's um, him. We can look at Bryson next as well. Um, I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on Bryson? I he's definitely the hottest golfer if if you want to at all calculate anything pre pandemic. Um, yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, he, he, he's also just sort of re reconfiguring the way that you play, uh, golf courses. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the people, if you, if you want to get into like the real weeds, like golf course management and stuff like that, a lot of the people who are going to say this week that he, you know, can't just bomb and do whatever he wants at Harbor town. Like we said before, colonial is very similar. Um, I'm very curious to see the lines that he's taking off the tee. I think if he, if he can go around there a couple times and pick a couple spots, he's going to be in positions that just nobody, nobody else in the field really is. And I don't think that there's a way to, fully quantify how much of an advantage that is if he's going to average like 320 yards off the tee and hit 60 percent of his fairways then he's going to win a lot of golf tournaments 
Like there, there's just no way around it. Yeah, no, like he's hacked golf. Yeah, and that's why. I mean, I, I mean, that's why Microsoft, I think, was kind of like early on, just like, "Hey, you up?" <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. I, mean, I he's yeah. he's uh, uh, he's obviously like an analytical thinker. He obviously puts a lot of thought into it. And not only is he doing those things, but he's also like he looks like a, an actually different human being right now and mm-hmm. is hitting. He was I think he had like a 365, 367 yard drive last week. Yeah. And he was routinely hitting at 350. I mean, if, if you he, can do. Yeah. If you can find a couple spots to do that on, you know, say one or two of the par fives and you pick a couple corners to cut on dog legs where you can actually get it over it. You, you can find spots to do that at Harbor town. I, I don't care what anybody says that it's Pete die and that it's this and that it's that when Pete die designed this course, he was not thinking that people would be hitting it 365 yards off the tee. So get rid of, get rid of whatever notions you have yeah. about what's possible. It's just a matter of if he's willing to do it and he can find a couple of spots. He's not going to do it on every hole, but if he can get that advantage on four holes, you're you're talking about a, a significant advantage over you know the Brian Harmons and whoever else of the world that are going to be hitting a three iron off the tee. Yeah, no, he he's just on in a completely different world when it comes to his game. It's just how how he's definitely an innovator. And yeah. and we're definitely we're going to be seeing this for years to come. But yeah. you know, as far as this week is concerned, I am definitely buying him. What about Sanjay Im though? Because I am not terribly high on him, especially at ninety seven hundred. I think there's other places you can go. I'd rather spend up an extra three hundred. I'll talk about with Colin Morikawa, um, or even spend down. You know, when you talk about guys like Berger, um, Reed, even. I, I don't know some other guys in that range, but how do you yeah. feel? How do you? Yeah, feel I mean, we're we're looking at a, a loaded, a loaded field, like we said in the beginning. So I don't yeah. mind pivoting off of him as uh, as an ownership play, mm-hmm. as just a strictly like golf prediction. I don't feel comfortable being like, oh, there's there's something in his game that I don't like because he's just been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, like, he's great. Don't get me wrong, but I just think when you weigh all the factors here and how many lineups he'll be in. I don't know. I'd rather go elsewhere. I don't see the upside with him in this particular tournament. Yeah. I have, I have him at 17% right now, um, which is kind of in that range of like, it's, there's only so much you can gain from rostering him when he does well and you can lose a ton. Um, when when he does poorly so i don't mind i don't mind going up a couple hundred bucks i don't mind going down a couple hundred bucks uh even to decky who we'll we'll talk about later so mm-hmm. um it's not it's not a sell for golf reasons it's a sell for game theory reasons yeah i i that that that's accurate uh what Thank about you. ian poulter appreciate you yeah. <laughs> um what about poulter i mean I haven't yeah. done, I haven't dug too deep on him, but. So th- this whole thing is, th- this whole Poulter thing is weird. It seems like he's, it seems like he's really going to, uh, his ownership's going to get pretty crazy. And he's, 
the same price as Victor Hovland. Yeah, who had much. And Hovland did better last week, so I'm I'm a little, I'm a little like, I don't understand exactly what's happening. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, if you're gonna tell me it's because of his course history and his ownership is gonna get crazy, then just give me Hovland at the same exact price in every single lineup. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Poulter does have the course history. Um, yeah. but I, I just don't, I just don't see how he can play Poulter over Hovland. I mean, Hovland, as far as DraftKings scoring is concerned, he has a lot more upside on a weekly basis. Right. Uh, just by the nature of his game. So, like, I, I just don't, I don't know. Poulter is the safer guy. I get that, but we want to take down large prizes, not cash games yeah and and Poulter can like Poulter can lose it like he's not this like steady Eddie just always gonna make cuts like if you if you just want like a ton of of cut equity I mean I would argue that you should go up a hundred bucks to Kisner what like not that I I'm in love with Kisner but if I just I don't see it. There's there's a lot of downside, and I don't know that the floor is there to match Kisner, and I don't know that the upside is there to match Hovland. So it just seems like why would I pick? Why would I pick the guy who I don't like his floor necessarily, and I don't like his upside necessarily? I don't know. But stranger things have happened. But I, I'm not I'm not big on him. Yeah, no, that that I think we share that sentiment. All right, let's, uh, let's quickly tell the folks about our sponsor today. Uh, BetOnline.ag is presenting the show. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partners, BetOnline.ag. Sports are slowly making their way back, and BetOnline is leading the way with the best odds and lines for PGA, UFC, NASCAR, boxing, soccer, uh, and obviously when all the other sports start coming back, uh, We'll also be uh, getting some action down there. Um, if you need more action right now, they have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC games that you can bet on all day, every day, live on the website. If you are looking for something other than sports, Bet Online has hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and prop bets to check out. Visit betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE for a free welcome bonus. That's one word, BLUEWIRE. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Hello, folks. Colin Kelly here from Rotoviz Overtime, a podcast I host along with Sean Siegel. And in just a little moment, we'll jump straight into the podcast. Before we do so, I want to let you know as a loyal podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% of a Rotoviz NFL pass right now on the rotoviz.com website. It gives you access to all of our content and tools and sets you up perfect for the NFL season. All you have to do is add the code 2020RVRADIO at checkout or by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for more information. And of course, while you're listening to the podcast on the network, helps us out a lot if you can rate and review on your favorite podcast app. I really do appreciate that. As I mentioned at the start, Road of His Overtime with Sean Siegel twice a week. If you haven't already checked it out, be sure to do so after this show. But let's get straight into it. Enjoy the podcast. All right. Let's, uh, let's quickly talk about our matchup, which is being presented by Bet Online. Rory McElroy. Uh, minus 125 versus Justin Thomas at plus 105. What are your what are your thoughts here? 
you know, if if all things were even odds-wise, obviously I'd take McElroy. Um, just looks better to me coming into this tournament. But if you're going to give me minus 125, yeah, on McElroy and plus 105, I'd rather take plus 105. Yeah. JT. Every, every single time. Yeah. Like, they're realistically it's it's splitting hairs between the two of them i think yeah. I, I think justin thomas has every every right to be one of the top uh two golfers in the world right now and you're getting plus odds like that's i think that's an that's an easy choice for me i think yeah. in general if you're betting on these top tier matchups whether it's Rory JT or Bryson Rom or Xander and JT, whoever it is, I think you could probably, uh, I think you probably do pretty well just, just blindly picking the plus odds um, because these guys are all so close to each other. Yeah, no, I, I'd rather take JT 105 all day. It's yeah. not even, it's not even comparable. Like, okay, give me them at even money. I'll take McElroy, but no. Yeah, I think okay. that's reasonable. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's jump into the pivots. Uh, we have let's just go like ninety five hundred and up. We had we talked about Webb, or I'm sorry, he's only nine k. We talked about Eam before at ninety seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody either in that range or just in general that you think is like sort of a web, uh, like an arbitrage web? that you think we should be considering? You know, honestly, you know, I'll take two guys that are priced a little bit higher. Um, you know, John Rahm at 10-5, I know people are going to hate him just because he was supposed to be like the, the Lord and Savior last <laughs> week. The guy that, like the guy that was by far the, the highest projected to win in whatever model you were using. Um and then he missed the cut. Right. I get that. People don't want to roster him. But again, you know, one week they come back after the pandemic suspension. And, you know, maybe he just needed to get his legs under him. So I think Rom has value there because of that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Colin Morikawa, right? I mean, people want to people wanna shit on him from, from last week's missed putt. And I'll be the first to admit it was a terrible missed putt. Um, although I would do the same thing on the course difference is he's professional and I shot one sixteen yesterday. Oh <laughs> I wouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> I, no, I, I take my, I take my terrible scores with pride. It's how I learn. It's how I learn how to play better golf. Because here's the thing. If people bully me into playing better golf, then I might play better golf. That's fair. So the, the phrase send, bullying works. Send a, send a mean tweet to Evan about his golf game. <laughs> Well, Maybe you can was. shoot 113 next time. <laughs> I hope. I hope to shoot that that well. But um, Colin Morikawa has the second best uh, strokes gained approach numbers in this field, if we want to look at, again, um, year to date. So, like, I have a hard time avoiding him in a course that heavily rewards the approach game relative to other courses on the tour. Right. So a 10 five, you know, if you want to spend, what is it? $300 more. Um, I, you know, you're, you're not going to get, you're not going to get the average, uh, what is it? 
the the average point per dollar value advantage over Eam, but you know if you want to get the leverage advantage, I think Morikawa is the way to go. If, you know if you're really pinching pennies with your salary. Yeah, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, funny, funnily, funnily enough, funny. is that a, funny enough? Funnily I, enough? I, I, I would funnily say funnily is enough, a word. But I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> it's been a while. Sorry, haven't haven't spoken to the people in a bit. Um, so the closest sim uh, to Sung J Eames last three starts is Colin Morikawa. Um, so Makes I think sense. you're in the in the app. So I think you're spot on there. Um, Berger is is close behind, and actually Terrell Hatton is in there as well. Um, so a few guys who uh, have sort of played similarly. Hatton is obviously a pretty big um, salary Hatton's discount cheap. off of Eam. Um, but very, very similar numbers across the board. Uh, so worth, worth a look. Um, how about if we drop down to, let's say like off of, off of web. Yeah. So if you want. Probably similar guys price wise, but. Yeah, no. So like to me, if you want a web pivot i think there's two i know gary woodland is a guy that i liked early on he's 8400 um again great approach game performed very well last week Um, yeah just faded on sunday but he was he was right there yeah so i think gary woodland's a really strong pivot um who am i looking at i i also really like patrick reed uh 8800 um should perform well here i think he has the course history if you want to talk about that, um, no, that's not him. Okay, but yeah, I, I, uh, that's Cantlay, which oh, Patrick's, I guess. But um, but yeah, no, I, I like rated eighty eight hundred. What about you? What's up? Yeah, I just real quick, I I went on uh, Pat James's show earlier today, and uh, we were talking about this range, like the the eighty eight hundred. You have Reed eighty seven hundred Spieth. 86 Brooks and 85 you have DJ like if you go heavy on one of those four guys and you get it right I think you're in a really good position in like a you know like 20 entry or 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 a larger tournament I just feel like that the ownership will probably be pretty flat across that range and you'll get some relief off of web and I think that that will make a, a huge difference in your lineups if you hit on one of those guys yeah, I don't think there's a ton of, you know, aside from Webb, if you want to talk about that, like, you know, 9K to, like, 85-ish range, yeah. it's going to be very flat. Right. So, just pick the right guy. <laughs> just so easy. It's such, such an easy game. Just, <laughs> just, just pick, pick the right dudes. That's pick the guys that are in the optimal lineup. I mean, the come good, on. Good golfers that just... are playing well that nobody else is putting in their lineups and – you just you just mash. Yeah, I you know. <laughs> it's so simple, it's really. Easy. When you when you put it, why like why are that, people losing? Why are I, people losing at PGA? I, I think on. this is I think this is pretty groundbreaking stuff that we just discovered ourselves. God damn. Um, uh, just real quick, also off of Web, um, Fee now has like an eighty nine sim score off of mm-hmm. Web. Uh, not, no one not, really... not his sharpest right no. now, Finau, but I do think that um, 
when his when everything sort of clicks back together, he's going to be uh, under owned, and this could be that week just as easily as you know three weeks from now or whatever. Yeah, no. Until he gets back to form, his ownership's going to be much lower than it should be, and right. all you have to do is just keep rostering every rostering him every week until he finds it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because I. I, you know, I'm like when he's on, like he's a DK scoring machine, mm-hmm. and he's 8200. If he, if you get, if you get peak Tony Finau right now, he is dirt cheap. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, I, uh, Finau's great. Finau, Finau's a solid pivot. Um, um how about right I, I'll I'll lead off so you can yeah. think about. You can think about some some guys off of Poulter. We we mentioned Hovland already. I, like mm-hmm. I said before, too, I I don't mind going up 100 to Kisner. Um, but there is a gentleman uh, whose last name sounds like you are sneezing, uh, Bazudin Hout, or however you say it. Um, he is he has a 93 sim score to Poulter. Basically, across the board, they. They're as long as each other, accurate off the tee. Um, Poulter is hitting less greens in regulation uh, over their last three starts and has less strokes gained total. Um, so at, I think he, I want to say he's 72. Um, let me just pull it up real quick. Yes. Yeah, he's 7,200. Going to be super low owned. Um I think he will probably be in one of my three entry, uh, definitely in my three entry pool in one of those lineups. Um, He's not going to be owned. Right. I, you know, if he goes off, you're doing it solo. Right. Right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, for me, Hovland is the ultimate pivot off of uh, Poulter. Um, You know, same price tag and everything. But what about Billy Horschel? Is there any Billy Horschel love here? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. Like we we know that he has immense upside, right? Mm-hmm. Like when when he's putting things together, he uh, he can go on these birdie streaks and score a ton of DK points. So I, I don't I don't mind that because he's projecting well for me. Yeah, just across you know my my little. My little rinky-dink makeshift model. Like <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ian, Ian or uh, yeah, he he's my uh, he would be my next best pivot, Billy Horschel. Nice, I like it. So if you want to go even further down, and when I spoke to you before we started recording, I had a hot take, and my hot take, and it might not even be a hot take because, you know, I I haven't gathered all of the industry sentiment just yet but tom hoagie at 6600 i he is doing very well off the approach game yes and you know 31st in the field strokes gained t to green i mean i placed i placed i think one or two top 20 bets on him um, I think he can get top twenty. Uh-huh. What's that look? This is a very screenshotable look. If you hold it for like two more seconds. <laughs> um, I mean, he is a golfer. 
he's a golfer and he's I I feel like he for what could potentially be top 20 upside is too cheap at 6600. He is a golfer. He's a golfer, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. Do you have any other Nope. That's uh that's the take. I will I guess I'm on that island. Because quite frankly I have to I have to look yeah. how many tags he has on Fanshare now. I don't think he has any. Let's see. Look it up. Um, look it up for me. I, I uh cause I don't know. Yeah, I think I think this is uh this is pretty pretty scorching. Um come on, Fanshare. I don't even I don't even see him. No. Yeah, no tags. Makes sense. No, nope. tied for the 114th most tags on the week. <laughs> Zero with me. <laughs> well, now he's gonna have one at yes. once. This, once the show posts, I've always the boys over the at Fanshare are gonna be like, "Wait, Hoagie's in the field this week? I had no idea." <laughs> no, I pl- I I have two top 20 bets on him just because of the approach game. I am dying on this hill. What are his odds for a top 20? Like plus <sighs> like 1100 probably. What did I bet on it? I give me a second. Talk and then I'll let you know. All right. I, well, I'll I'll go a few hundred dollars more expensive and go with Harry Higgs. I talked about him on Pat's show before. He had in an, an up and down week uh last week. He finished T38, but he's made six straight cuts. Um he shot a 65 on Friday uh to you know easily make the cut and then uh played pretty well on Sunday too shooting a 69 so he's a guy who um he's a guy who I think has some upside and won't be won't be too owned so he's a guy that I'm definitely interested in as like a deeper you know one or two shares kind of kind of guy plus 1200 is the is close. where you can get hoagie odds yeah i had uh, 20 I had Vegas at Johnny Vegas at those odds, which was looking pretty sweet after day one. And then not so much yeah. very quickly. <laughs> Dude, golf very, can just bite you quickly. in the ass fast. Bad man. I was like, I'm a genius. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, I, like who can even, who can even compare with I mean, with projecting these guys out and then he just like goes on to shoot like 73s for the rest of the week. Yeah, I mean the uh the only thing I have less confidence in sometimes in my ability to pick golfers is shot tracker <laughs> and whether or not it can work. Shot tracker is so tilting, honestly. Like you go on the, you go on the PGA app, you think you're going to get up-to-date information. No. Like, uh, especially now with like they essentially have like skeleton crews working these things like yeah and they already didn't have like the sharpest pool devoted to the shot tracker <laughs> so although the tour cast thing was pretty cool um and i think it generally worked yeah i mean i think the only thing worse in terms of uh like sports tracking than the shot tracker might be fight metric for ufc <laughs> you want to talk about you want to talk about conspiracy we could talk about the fight track um, you know, my, my quick aside before ending the show, uh, the guy that the, the, the person that records the fight tracker, and this is only alleged, this is a rumor that I heard. Oh in the boy, mail. here we go. 
but the person that does the fight tracker for the UFC and records all the stats, significant strikes, takedowns, all that jazz. He is also a DFS player that plays UFC DFS. All right, this so the the tinfoil hat is officially out. I'm, we have I these are just rumors that I've heard. Big time conspiracies going on here. I that what we're talking about sports tracking applications. If somebody out there can uh, help us with a conspiracy to lower the rake and or fix the payout structures for PJDFS, um, if you're like a mole <laughs> on the inside, we would we would greatly appreciate. Uh, so, uh, I was going to cite a conspiracy name, but it might be a little too hot for the show. I can bleep it out. Tommy. Oh God. <laughs> no, I don't. I do not want to be on Tommy's radar. No, no. If you're on Tommy's radar, I'm not going to bleep it out. I don't care. I thought it was going to be Clinton's something worse radar. than that. I'd rather be on Hillary Clinton's radar than Tommy's. Yeah, no. I'm. I'm. Uh, if it wasn't readily apparent by uh, me tweeting about it the other day there's just there's no there's no coming back for tommy or yeah oh man if just between that and all the the mlb arguments going on right now oh namely because of siege um i i really i might just mute mlb i'm defending the owners defending the owners is a flex i'll give them that just unreal just and like not like one tweet like this is going on like 36 hours of like non-stop flooding the timeline arguing with blue check marks arguing with other like touts like just completely ridiculous i mean manfred's a lawyer siege is a lawyer i get it oh man i get why we we should we should stop before i have to edit this um (laughs) But we can we can chat later. Oh, um, I always chat. Thanks. All right, let's uh, let's hit let's hit some cash locks. Yes, and uh, and get on out of here. I have a feeling that you're gonna go hoagie. I'll go hoagie on. You're not going hoagie. I am not publishing this show no. if you say Tom no, no, hoagie. No. I'll go hoagie is like my my how you're gonna differentiate yourself and pay up for other spots tournament play. Mm-hmm. But you know if you want to talk about. Um, a, a firm cash lock, I would say Rom. I'd say John Rom here. Kind of a cop out at ten five, but I'll allow it since we don't we don't track yours. Um, I am going to uh, I'm going to go with Hovland for sure at seventy six hundred. I think he is like I said before, just just far and away too cheap. Um, and again, like just going to give you, give you really good leverage off of some of the more popular options in that range. And I, I don't know. I haven't quite decided on the second one. Eam is a little bit too, maybe a little expensive, um, for me to pick. So you're, uh, you're going to have to check out the article tomorrow if you want to, uh, find out the second um the second cash lock the cash lock so far this season i think i think i'm over 90 percent on made cuts and uh last week's were very good i think it was second place and uh top 20 so or top 25 so 
make sure you're following along with those. Make sure you're following the two of us on Twitter. Evan is at eChaney69. I am at Matt Jones TFR. And good luck in your contest this week. See ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.